Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment for this week. This week... Oops. (laughs) This week, notice life's lack of neediness, the absence of quid pro quo in its offerings. Notice life's infinite availability and exuberant generosity. Notice how everything in life is freely offered. Notice how life doesn't get upset and withhold its gifts just because it isn't sent a thank you card. Notice how being here now for this allows us to be generous and open and gives us the experience of the giver is thankful. Notice how being here now for this makes us aware and appreciative of all that is given. Notice how expansive presence feels in contrast to the miserliness of ego. Notice how much the orientation of not enough is pure egocentricity. As always, RL. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello. Um, This is Andrea. Hello, Andrea. What are you seeing? Um, well, you know what I'm seeing is, um, well, first of all, I'm, I'm really grateful for this, for this program. So I'm seeing gratefulness um, that there is support every day. I am really grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And um, what I'm seeing is, you know, I, I shared last time about real tough content and um, I have been, it's been helpful, the guidance that you gave me last time about um, really what I've been asking is, is this helpful whenever I hear this negativity in my head? Mm. And that's, that's been really helpful because that allows me to focus my attention on what I want. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. On what works. On what's possible. Yes. Yes, so that was really helpful in terms of facilitating conditioning. The thing that I've been having um, trouble with is finding the compassion. So I, I'm feeling a lot of a lot of judgment. Um, this tough thing I'm going through involves me caretaking um, a family member, and I'm feeling a lot of judgment, and I'm feeling it's really really hard to 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 get compassion and love. And, and then, of course, you know, then it's like, gosh, you know, I guess I'm not doing this right. And, and it's been hard to find compassion for myself as well. Like, so I feel like I'm... Okay. Let, let me just stop you right there. Okay? Yeah, sure. Because you just, you just hit on the, on the whole point. Yeah. The compassion needs to be for the human being in this circumstance whom we call Andrea. Right. Okay. And, and the other person is on their own. Okay. They got to find compassion for themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and down the road, you, you will, you will. But first, first is the one who's in this situation. Yeah. And uh, the only reason that we don't have compassion for what we call, making little air quotes here, ourself, is 
because we're identified with ego. Right. And ego is there to keep that separation between you, conscious, compassionate awareness, your authentic nature, and the authentic human incarnation, the, the form, the one we see. So the heart and the, and the human. And ego inserts itself in there right. and says, you know, you're the right person, you, uh, awareness. You're, you know, you're okay, but that human, no, she is flawed and lacking and she needs to be beaten into being the right person. Uh, when, you say, when you say she is lacking, are you talking about that me or the external person? The, uh, all of this is always you. There is oh, no okay. external person. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I see what you're saying. So, um, yeah. so, so it sounds like what you're saying is, is, is that if I'm not finding the compassion and love, then I'm still identified. That's it. Ego still has you. And, uh, and I don't know if that's helpful for you, but for me, that little image of there's the heart, there's the authentic human being, I mean, you don't have to take care of this person, mm-hmm. right? You could kick them to the curb, right? But you're not going to do that because you're a compassionate, kind, loving person. And you're, you, you're sympathetic. That's who you are. That's why you're doing this, okay? So that's who you are. And then there's the person who has a body, <laughs> the self that has a body that's going to go around and do this stuff, Right? Yeah. The one that we can see and call Andrea. We, 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 we can see your heart, but not really, right? We, we, we have a sense of, of your heart, but we can see the human being, right? right? And she's going around trying to take care of this other person. And in between those two, ego inserts itself right? and says, here, now I'm in charge of seeing what's really going on. And this human being is, is lacking, is flawed. She's lacking compassion. Right. Yeah. And, and so, so what I feel like, Sherry, is that you talk about the dark room and the light room. And I feel mm-hmm. like um, the guidance that you gave me has helped me kind of go from the dark room into kind of the gray room. But I still don't feel like I'm in the light room yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I'm hopeful that you stepping back from Andrea... Uh-huh. And really seeing her, seeing her from that heart of unconditional love. You know, see, it's the, the same love that you have for your child, that you, that you have for, I would say, that you have for your work, that you have for the planet, that you have for that place you walk out to and do the 360-degree turn and see how beautiful nature, that, okay, that's what you, that's what you want to embrace that uh, authentic human incarnation into. can't remember where I started that sentence, but I, I think all that sort of hung together. Okay? When you do that, mm-hmm. when you do that, you'll realize you've moved from the gray room to the light room. Mm-hmm. And again, just to reinforce something you've heard me say at least 10 million times, okay? mm-hmm. we cannot look to conditioned mind to see how we're doing. Oh, it's boy. always going to give us a negative report. Right. So well, when we look, uh-huh. we must look to love. Oh, boy. Okay. I, it's, 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 it's very tricky, I guess. 
It is. It is. Only because... Uh, only because we're so brainwashed into that other orientation, into believing what ego says about us is true. And it's not. If it's negative, it's a lie. It's, it's as simple as that. <laughs> if it's yeah. negative, it's a lie. Okay? Okay. I Listen will, to I... this. Okay? Make, make this part of your daily recordings. And uh, remember that your assignment is to look to love. Before you find out about who any, anybody is or what anything is or anything else, look through the eyes of love. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I got, I got a little distracted and my mind was is, you know, conditioning a pouring stupid dust on me. So I will listen to this again. And yeah, that's why we record these because yeah. ego does that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Gosh, take good uh, care of yourself. Okay, Gosha. Bye-bye. Yes, so I uh, unfortunately dropped off a little bit during that part of that call, so I will listen to the recording again. But there was one thing that just struck me when you said it about how that the perniciousness of what comes in always to dismiss uh, us or the situation. So here I am, yeah. desperately trying to be non-judgmental, and yeah. what it says is you, don't, you can't find compassion for the other person, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that yeah. notion of what is wrong with this situation is always something that conditioning comes in with in the moment of acceptance. Yes, yes, And to Precisely. recognize that, that, and accept that, and then transcend that, right? And look to love, because yes. that's the third movement. I watch it, it's judging me. Okay, so then I need to look at love because love does not judge. And I have to redirect the attention. Right. But it's important, so That's important to notice that every, in every step of the process map, the attention redirects to center. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. And the, the point that you just made, that it's, ego is always going to do that. It's always going to say there's something wrong with us something wrong with the other person, something wrong with life. It's, it, that's just what it does. We, we, we can't take it seriously. <laughs> you know? Again, it's the grouchy neighbor or the, you know, the in-law that just is unhappy. No matter, my father would say they'd be unhappy if they were being hanged with a new rope. Um, and uh, so... You know, you just know that's how it is. That you're never going to make them happy. They're never going to be pleased. They're never going to be positive. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Yeah, that was very helpful. Um, and what I am, Nancy, you know, after... I'm getting an echo, so is there any way by which some device could be muted? Uh, yeah, I need to move to another room here. Hold on just a second. We have two people listening in on two different devices here. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, when I looked at the assignment um, and to see how it kind of applies in my life, what I, what I saw was just kind of this karmic response that I've had all my life, and basically that's feeling unappreciated and 
basically um, really being sensitive to uh, the idea that here I, I put in always, seems like I always put in extra effort, whatever role I'm playing, you know, it's I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this. And for years and years and years, it was like feeling unappreciated and not acknowledged and for, for my efforts. And what a difference. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's like after practice, I can really see where I'm out there. And these days, it's like I do it because I'm loving, I'm loving what I'm doing. And I, I find so much satisfaction, whatever effort I put in. And even though I can slip back into that place, I know I'm there. I mean, it's just so, it's yes. just, yeah. Well, and, you know, Nancy, there's, there's a way in which we say awareness practice is really a training in seeing from a different perspective. It's seen differently, right? So when yes. I'm identified with ego, when I'm identified with not enough, then I, my life is an it, my life actions are 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 all geared towards doing in order to be enough, right? And yes. the reflection of what is enough is coming from outside, and it's a very hollow place because it because it's a place of it's coming from insufficiency, looking for sufficiency, and and but. And that's not, there's no possibility of that insufficiency ever being full, fulfilled because it's inherently insufficient. And yes. no matter what I do, however many pretzels I twist myself into, hoping for, even when someone says you did a good job, it's still not sufficient because insufficiency cannot ever be met, ever be fulfilled ever be fulfilled and that's that's what we get to realize in presence right presence is fullness from fullness my life is an expression of my happiness not a search for it yes absolutely and it just uh, that insufficiency goes back to of course my core thing of not being good enough and having to prove to myself yes. you know that I am good enough and when I don't get that ex when I didn't get that external feedback you know, it's like, well, that proves it. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. It's, and we recognize, that's why we, look, we diagram conditioning so much, right? Because yeah. otherwise we can't see the entirety of it. You start at the premise of insufficiency. You work towards getting sufficiency. You don't get mirrored, and therefore it proves that you're insufficient. And exactly. so it maintains the sense of insufficiency. And you can see how the trajectory is, is meant to maintain the premise of insufficiency, not move you to a place of sufficiency, which is why we have to start from the place of sufficiency. And everything I do is an experience of why I love to do it. Because otherwise, I'm not going to feel sufficient. And that adage in practice is what you practice is what you have. If I practice yeah. sufficiency, I have it. If I don't practice insufficiency, that's what I have. Right. And, and actually, when, when I drop it all, it's like it's the, it's the best place, you know, that I've ever been. It feels like, oh, my gosh, this is so much fun. I'm learning new things. And, you know, it's like it doesn't matter what other people think at all or, or even what conditioning thinks because I'm having a great time. That's right. It doesn't matter what conditioning thinks and it doesn't matter what conditioning in other people think or exactly. anything else, right? Because we come from that place of loving what we do and that, that's a place of full, fulfillment from which we're doing it. 
And, you know, Nancy, I think it's, it's what Sherry touched on in the previous call. And it's nice to receive a good job. But yes. it's nice yes. to receive appreciation. And I would project that when we, there, that when we reflect it for ourselves, uh-huh. there's a way in which we see the person. We see their goodness, their sincerity, their enthusiasm, uh, their effort, and we can mirror it so perfectly because we're the only people who can see that. And that is the whole key, is giving it to myself. To, you know, yes. having, having the um, gratitude of what I'm doing and, and just loving, you know, loving me for, for taking, you know, opportunities and, um, you know, challenges and that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, it's Great. so important that we do that mirroring step because otherwise uh, there's a component missing. That's all. And so uh-huh. it's, it's nice to be the mentor. It's nice to have the mentor reflect uh, the, the, the behavior. And that, that's just a lovely thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you, Ashwini. Thanks, Nancy. All right. I love that. My life is an expression of my happiness, not a search for it. It's not original. That's it. I read it somewhere. Oh. Okay, I was going to send it in to Daily Peace Quote. I was just paraphrasing it from something else, and it just dropped in like that. I mean, it wasn't said that way, but you know. Yeah, well, it's good. Wherever it came from, and we all know it came from the intelligence that's animating all, so uh, uh, there is that, and that's it. That, that's it. When, when we're, we're practicing the way we've been talking about this morning, uh, that's, that's the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Diane from California. Hello, Diane. What are you seeing? Well, I was walking on the beach the other day, and I was kind of preoccupied with a potential health issue. And uh, I felt this inspiration that said, um, here's a gift. For the next 15 minutes, there is nothing wrong. And I thought, well, 15 minutes, I can do that. Okay, I dropped everything. I was completely present with the the birds and the waves, and it was just lovely. And, of course, I wasn't timing the 15 minutes, so it could go on and on. Eventually, I forgot, and I would get back into worries and anxieties and planning the future and all. And then I would get that same inspiration. Here's a gift of 15 minutes of nothing wrong. And I would just let it all go. And I've been doing that ever since. It's been just lovely. And I I just wanted to share that. (laughs) And uh, I love it that, of course, you get uh, distracted and ego slips back in, says, look over there, uh, and and you get distracted, and then it just drops back in again. Well, here's a gift, 15 minutes. And it doesn't say, what the heck is wrong with you? I gave you that gift. I've given you that gift three times. Right? There's none of that. There's yeah. none of that, right? 
here's uh-huh. the gift. As if, as if it's all happening for the first time. Because it is. Yeah. It's all brand new in this moment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just that, it, it, I don't know, I'm going to project that we're in the same place here of just, uh, you know, all you can do is grin. Because, because what do you know about that? You know, who's talking to you? Who said that? How did that? What is that? Why is I don't know. I have no idea. It just it just appears there, and mm-hmm. and and I do it, and <laughs> it's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that gift. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Diane. Okay, we have time for a couple more callers, so here we go. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? So, Hey, good morning. This is Sherry in San Francisco. Hey, Sherry. What are you seeing? Hi. Well, gosh, I just, I'm loving, loving this call today and that conversation about, you know, insufficiency, looking for sufficiency just really struck me. Uh, I, I was overcome with this this gratitude for a gift that life <laughs> just really gave me about 10 years ago when, when I was at the monastery that feels like it, it's related to that, which is that I was, I was on a retreat and my birthday was coming up and birthdays were always so fraught for me of like, you know, that <laughs> just exactly that, like insufficiency of either what was coming in or how I was receiving. There was, there was just always this, like, weirdness. And when I was at the monastery, just out of you know, how it happens, right, of course. <laughs> we all get that, right? Like, just dropped in that I would start writing letters to strangers on my, my birthdays, and I would send as many as how old I was turning, and I've been doing this now for 10 years, and I send the letters anonymously. And they're usually to people who are sick or grieving or, you know, divorced or they just some hard situation. But because they're sent anonymously, there's no expectation of anything coming back from that person. And I've been thinking about this in terms of looking at this week in that, like, how big that gift was from life because it's it plants me directly in that place of receiving the moment i give yes oh that's so important uh sherry because that's really another trap of our conditioning right it doesn't matter if we give all the time we can't receive our own generosity right yeah and so this is this 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 gift from life allowed you to, uh, to do a practice that allowed you to be in touch with uh, receiving the gift of the generosity because the structure of it is here you are uh, giving this gift to people on your birthday. And there is, because it's anonymous, it's never going to come back to you. No one is going to say, thank you, Sherry, for doing this. This postcard <laughs> saved my life. And I think you're the best person in the entire world for having done this. And you're so noble to do it on your birthday for us. <laughs> none, none of those things, right? 
You're never going to get any uh, credit for what you do. And so to do it with love on an ongoing basis allows us to, to move to that position of owning the projection of generosity. Oh, I love that you said that. Yeah, right. And I mean, there is one piece of it that I, you know, I, I, I invite people in my um, Simply Celebrate community to, to request letters. So those people might say thank you, you know, on behalf of the person I'm sending the letter to that is their loved one. However, the opportunity that, that is there that, again, life just gave me that is always to, to really make the point that that person is giving and is generous, right? They, and and mm-hmm. I, it becomes this sort of just big circle. Like I always try to say to these people, like, hey, you know, it's your loving heart mm-hmm. that, you know, that he's here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, we could see the conditioning come in to wreck your good time, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, somebody knows, and so they do say thank you. So can I actually just say that I'm doing this out of love? <laughs> right. And do I need to make the other person feel better and myself feel better that somebody knows that I'm doing this and uh, make sure that the other person feels as loving as I see you, right? We just watch that and go, okay, we know what that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think... Because we can, from that place of, of love that Cherry was pointing to, we could see the love in everyone's heart. They're all sufficient in their love. And so we don't have to do anything to make them feel good about themselves just because I'm feeling good about me. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm so glad. This is, of course, what I love the most. I mean, well, I sort of love so many things about practice. But, you know, that it's like we just start at somewhere. We start talking. But that, you know, something gets seen, mm-hmm. you know, like that. Like I love, I, I, I love that I hadn't really even been looking at that other piece of it until I started talking to you. But there is that piece of somebody knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I kind of really love it. it rubs you. It rubs you yeah. of your entirety of joy. Wow. Okay, but it doesn't have to, obviously. No, it doesn't. Okay, well, whatever. You know, it's okay. Whatever. I'm here having a a wonderful time, and I'm so delighted that I have a community that allows me and supports me in this practice. I don't need that community to reflect what I'm doing, and I don't need to have to be the person who helps them feel good about what they're doing. I could just, I can own my experience. Oh, yeah, I love that. Just as you were saying that, Eshwini, I was just thinking because I, you know, every morning I walk to the mailbox and drop a letter and they don't have a return address and it pleases me to no end, you know, to just sort of drop that, you know, it's, the letters come from the universe, you know, and, and it's like as you were talking about that, I just turned my attention to that. Like that's, that just pleases me to no end, to just drop that letter in. Yes, and it really confirms it's all about how, not what. You could be walking to that mailbox to post a bill, and you could have the same experience, right? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I love that. 
You just opened up a whole other door. Thank you. That's such, oh, thank you. Here I am paying life for, I mean, paying back life for everything that I've been given, water and electricity and uh, light and uh, whatever else. Wow. I just love that image of, like, every single thing I drop in the postal box is love from the universe through me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. That, oh, I just love that. I love that you, you really helped me see some new things. Thank you. Thanks, Jerry. Gosh, Gosh, You know, that last point is, is huge in terms of our assignment this week, right, our, our practice this week, because uh, – what what a a moment of thank you that if the electricity bill comes I can pay it because there are lots of people who can't but I can I I can pay it yeah, yeah. yeah. so the 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 giver uh, the giver being grateful and just hoping <laughs> you know, that the people uh, supplying the electricity are. <laughs> are also having that experience that you two were talking about. You know, can see that look at look at the look at the wonderful thing that's happening for all these people who have light and heat and can cook and all of these things because of, of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then we we do. It the, that circle of uh, gratitude and happiness just expands. It's it's easy for a lot of us in in a practice like this to see it in nature. Do you know what the what the vegetable plants give us and what the trees and the birds and the all of that and and it's so easy for us because of egocentric karmic conditioning self hate to leave human beings out of it you know that to see us as unnatural interlopers you know destructive a destructive force um, and yeah but then that's true of everything in nature. And we just, uh, we don't tend to see it as much with the things of nature that get a pass, and we see it a lot with our fellow humans. Yeah, well, it's such a basic separation, right? Because I have no peace. I can't see myself as that, and therefore I can't project it on other forms like me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Sherry, that brings us to the end of the show. All right. Well, here we go. Grateful, happy, sufficient little incarnations <laughs> off to <laughs> off to express our happiness. Yeah. All right. Um, thank, thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs> <laughs>